<laughs> anything like that, um, I'm all in on. So that was kind of it. And then I just wrote and then I didn't think twice about it and um, sent it on. So this is kind of cool that this is basically an improvisation. Like you, you started, you started an improv scene, basically. Yes, Martin. Yes, <laughs> because I love improvising and we all have a background in it. And I am just such a huge fan of the things that we can create together, you know, that go in a place that you never would have thought of, but you're open to it right. and you're building on it. I, I am such a huge fan of that. Um, so yeah, I, I love collaborating. I mean, the three of us, we've all collaborated at some point on things together and it's one of my favorite things. Um, so this was a way to do it from a distance. So smart. I don't think yes. I would have ever thought of that. Yeah, I know. Like it's, a, I was thinking the same thing. Like it's such an easy idea to explain to somebody like what this is and how it all started it but and I feel like that's almost always the best ideas are like something that's so simple that like you get it immediately but like so simple that like oh yeah why isn't this done all the time well mm. and that's usually where I start that all that negative self-talk of like man somebody's done it uh, this, this, there's got to be a reason somebody hasn't done it so let's just not do it <laughs> but part of what's great about collaborating is you kind of get out of your own head and send it on into everybody else's neurotic head so you have no choice but to move on. <laughs> yeah. Tapping into my neurotic network. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. hilarious. Um, so we were, uh, so, so why is your character that, that you wrote uh, so, um, what's the word I'm looking for? She doesn't care. Like she just does whatever the hell she wants. Why? Why? Well, this was all subconscious, but it's got to be because it's the absolute opposite of me. Because I am too obsessed with what other people are thinking and people pleasing. So I guess it's just a fun escape to think about somebody who just does what they, what's right for them in the moment, and without much thought to anybody else. <laughs> It's, but am uh, I yeah. crazy? So it's am, kind of freeing, right? Absolutely. Am I crazy to think that she is likable though? Oh no, she's likable. Okay. Uh, yeah, it is absolutely freeing to not have to consider. Uh, yeah, my God. Yeah, I mean, she just like took off for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Did whatever the fuck she wanted to try to close this case. Like, no regard to her family, her husband, her kids, her boss the taxpayers money I, i'm assuming she like had some doctor's appointments in there or something she blew off has that's un, unfathomable to me yeah yeah well that's that's kind of but this is the thing this is kind of the interesting thing about creativity is that you know you uh because we were, we were talking about you just started during the pandemic like the week into the pandemic to the quarantine and uh no control yeah no control so what so you know you wake up and what's the thing you do you write someone who's totally in control right it doesn't right, right. care doesn't care what the circumstances are she's in control of who she is and what she wants right you know that's so that's so that's, that's such a great uh 
example of the creative process and what, yeah, what that what that is what that is <laughs> yeah know? what was going through my mind in the middle of the night without me even knowing it yeah yeah that's funny yeah I mean, and like i know i've mentioned this before maybe i haven't mentioned this before but the thing with like knowing you and knowing your ultimate way to relax and get a break is like you're like you always talk about how much you love getting massages and oh, so yeah. like her like, like it was so specific and so you to have like her way of relaxing be like at a nice hotel getting <laughs> treatments getting room service on her time like that because and especially during the pandemic or at the beginning of the pandemic I'm sure that's all that you could think about <laughs> oh my gosh I was seriously panicked about how you know Actually, what's funny is the day before the shutdown happened, I didn't even, we didn't know that was coming. I got a massage, thank goodness. Because um, I, I have a ton of, a t I'm in a ton of pain a lot around my neck and shoulders and jaw. And the, I was really concerned because I, I knew massages weren't coming back anytime soon. Yeah. People being super close to you and in, in a, you know, in an indoor setting, I know you could get somebody to come be outside with you, but I, it would scare me. It really scared me. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah. So on that note, when you, what did you do for relaxation? Like, or to like ease like the, the tension in your neck and your jaw and all like what, for the last year and a half? <laughs> well, I bought like a neck massager, like an electronic like rink for my neck. Okay. And then I taught my kids how to rub my shoulders and my neck properly <laughs> and how to walk on my back. And they're so cute. Even when I get stressed out now, they'll come up to me and put their hand on my neck and like squeeze my neck. Um, yeah. And then I just kind of stand around all the time, pushing on my own neck and shoulders. Constantly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I sound so sad. <laughs> we all sound sad. Uh, we all sound sad. So sad. The, the, yeah, and that makes sense. <laughs> makes total sense. I have a really hard time having people wait on me, like the things you were talking about, like a really nice uh, hotel or a nice spa. Mm -hmm. uh, I think a, I think this is a good quality that I'm a helper. Like if if I'm in a restaurant, I've had so many waiting tables jobs. If I'm in a restaurant and they're slammed, I, it is so hard for me not to get up and help. <laughs> And like, <laughs> just run some food or I think that's a positive quality for me, but it also keeps me from ever being able to relax yeah. truly because uh -huh. I'm thinking about, oh, this woman, she's like been working so hard on my, on my, massaging me. Is she, she tired? <laughs> Does she need a break? So I would <laughs> just like to go in there and be like, do your job. No, my God. You don't want to do, do your job. What do you want me to feel sorry for you? Do, do your job. job. Oh, I that's never hilarious. do that. Never. Well, this is, but, but, but this is the funny thing. It's like, it's, it's either I got to go help those people ah. and everything, or it's do your job. There's <laughs> nothing oh, yeah. in between. I'm real hot and cold. <laughs> There's nothing in between there. That's awesome. Uh, so, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna move into uh, where you where you come from, oh. if you want. Sure. Okay. 
So where you come from? You're from Pennsylvania. Yes, the outskirts of Philadelphia. And what got you into improv? Because I know you, you, did you go to a performance school? I did. I went to University of the Arts in Philadelphia for musical theater. Um, but I, uh, like, by the end of that, my stint there, I wasn't enjoying doing other people's stuff. I kind of just wanted to make up my own stuff. So, and I wanted it to be comedy. So I, I looked into it back at the time and it seemed like most people either did second city or groundlings and i didn't feel like i wanted to move to la yet so i packed up and moved to chicago without ever visiting and uh, oh, you didn't even visit no uh, oh, the, wow yeah the, my first day in chicago is the day i moved there interesting wow badass yeah, i committed hard <laughs> wow and this was right out of school this was like 21 22. This was, yeah, the summer after, mm, a year after I graduated. So I was 22 going on 23. Yeah. Old. So Ugh, old. ancient. <laughs> I'm lucky they accepted me there. I... <laughs> That's crazy. You're really old when you moved to Chicago. And yep. then you, and you moved here like with intention of doing improv in Second City and sketch comedy and all that. Oh yeah, that was it. That was why I moved. It was a hundred percent because everybody was moving to New York to you know audition for Broadway, which I would have loved to do if I thought I had shot at it. Um, but yeah, I wanted to go to Chicago and do improv sketch. And, and you that, did. Yeah. I did. <laughs> you succeeded like crazy in Chicago doing improv and sketch. And I did a yeah toured with Second City and did ETC. And it was great. When did you do the show uh, that Deb directed? Oh, me and Katie. Was that the one? Katie and I. Wasn't it a musical thing? No, Deb Katie Johnny and directed? I did a two-person show that Deb directed. Oh, okay. Okay. That was, yeah, and that was before you did ETC, right? That was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you moved you moved to LA pretty much right after ETC, right? A year after, because we did the boats. We performed yeah. on uh, the cruise line. The cruises. The cruises. Um, <clears throat> so, so, okay, because I remember seeing you. I saw you at um, IO. The, I think it was the new stage. So it would have been the one on, uh, in Wrigleyville. And it was you and Hans. And you were improvising a musical. Oh, well, that was Baby Wants Candy then. Was that Baby Wants Candy? Are you talking about um, uh, Mulan Scrooge? Maybe. Uh, that was uh, a hybrid of Mulan Rouge and Scrooge, if you couldn't figure that out from the title. <laughs> and it was based on a show we improvised in at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival that Baby okay. Wants Candy improvised. And then Peter Wren put together and... But Deb was in that, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I have the worst memory. It's just so sad. I just remember, I remember seeing it and you, I, I thought you guys improvised that, but it, but it was written. It, it was written based off something we improvised in Edinburgh. Okay. But it could have just been Baby Wants Candy too. I don't think it was Baby Wants Candy. Cause I, it, I just remember you two for the most part. 
Well, he was uh, Bob Cratchit and I was Satine. <laughs> so maybe that was it. <laughs> I believe that was it. I think it was. Yeah, I just remember you guys having a lot of fun and, and making me laugh. So Rebecca, I, you did improv in Chicago. You succeeded wildly. <laughs> then what led you to LA? Uh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> kind of feeling like I had accomplished everything in Chicago that I had hoped to. And I, I kind of saw there was a dead end regarding some things I wanted to do that I that wasn't going to happen. So it's time to move on. Yeah. And you <laughs> met, you were, no, you were married when you moved to LA. You and Matt were married. Yeah. At that point. Mm -hmm. That's right. What year did you guys get married? 2005. Okay. I was in Las Vegas. Oh. And we didn't know each other then. We did not. Well, we knew uh, of each other, but we didn't know each other. Yeah, which is crazy. Right? Yeah. My favorite memory of you ever is celebrating your birthday watching um, Mount Vesuvius. Oh my gosh, wasn't that cool? That was amazing. That and was amazing. You guys were touring Europe together on the ships. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was Martin's birthday, and we were sailing past Mount Vesuvius, and it was so great. <laughs> it was great. We could see lava coming out. Yeah, that's Super pretty cool. cool. That is yeah. an incredible gig that you guys had. You guys did that together for a year. Uh, that was about five months. Because wow. then we left, and we did a um, we so okay, so we with. Paul Grandi, Sue Salvi, and Brian Morris, Martin, and then my husband, Matt Craig, and I, we did a European Mediterranean cruise line gig for about five months. And uh, that was spectacular. And then at the end, crossed the Atlantic to back to Miami. And then a few months later, did one more gig together, all together, where we started in the Caribbean, went through the Panama Canal, up the west coast of... Um, Central America and uh, the United States, and then did Alaska for three and a half months. Yeah, that was uh, cool. <clears throat> yeah that Mediterranean one. Nothing could beat that Mediterranean one. I know. Never start a gig at the apex because then you won't want to do anything else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That well, was unfortunately, incredible. I did do other ones, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and um, we went to Paris together. Yes, we did. Oh, it was great. It was so much fun. Really good. Um, okay, so then uh, I wanted to ask about, oh yeah, I wanted to mention this. So you remember my friend Chris yeah. Hoffman, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you guys, it, so well, my friend Chris, I know I had met him when I came back to Los Angeles for the last time and, and decided to stay, <laughs> uh, which was 2011. And he knew you from Philadelphia, from right? Philadelphia. Yeah. And, and he didn't, and he, to this day, I just saw him a couple of weeks ago and he's like, how's Rebecca doing? And I'm like, uh, oh, I think they're doing, you know, as well as they can be expected, you know, I mean, <laughs> every, we're all going through the crap, but, uh, and he's like, oh, well, remind her that, that, uh, the only reason I'm out here is because of her and she inspires me. And, Oh, that's so great. To, to follow the, yeah. And I, I was just Aww. like, that is such an interesting um, little 
kismet thing. Yeah, isn't that weird? That because uh, and it's funny how you know you just by being a person that's like I'm gonna go do this thing can inspire someone else in their life, you know. Yeah. To, to to take chances and to to uh, to go on an adventure. Oh, thanks. And as much as I undersold myself as a procrastinator at the beginning of this, I will say in many respects, I am a doer and I kind of can't, I don't get it when other people don't just do something <laughs> that, I mean, I realize there's limitations in life, like things that you can't control. But I remember when I was living in Chicago, I was back in my hometown talking to somebody and they're like, oh, I love Chicago. I would love to move there. And I said, then move there. I, I don't get it. Move there. <laughs> you want to go there? Go. I, it just... Uh, it just, you make it happen. If you want something, you just, just go for it. What's the worst that happens? You go home. <laughs> it didn't work out. And yeah. I feel like you are such a doer. Like on that note, like when you were talking about your friend, Martin, like I, um, every single day of my life, when I am throwing away garbage or doing some, <laughs> doing like just living my life, I think about you and I think like, okay, what would Rebecca do? How would Rebecca like compost this or recycle this or repurpose this. Like I, you, you're such an inspirational person in just the way that you live your life, like with Aww. the balance of creativity and being a mother and like your passion for the environment and your knowledge about that. It's so inspiring. I do believe I am the friend most people think of when they are dealing with their trash. And I mean that honestly, like <laughs> I am the, I'm the garbage friend, which I'm happy to be. Yeah, but that's that just speaks to you again with this project. You initiated a scene, and you know you you got something going, and as far as I know, it's still going, right? It is going hardcore. In fact, what was really funny, so you know, like I so I keep track of everything, but I but I do not want to know what is happening in the story. I really do not, but I do need to know that it's being done and keep them kind of in an order, you know. Um, or I'll, I'll just like lose track of it. So I was yesterday going through some files people had sent of their chapters and I was trying to organize it just to make sure they were all together. And I was trying so hard not to see the words, but I couldn't help but see, I saw a mom in exclamation points and quotes and I'm out. So all I see are, so a kid comes in at some point uh, and I'm, it, it's just so fun, but I, I, um, I like deal with all the stuff I'm sent with my hand up to the screen because I'm just trying to like get the chapters <laughs> together. I was so excited. I mean, like I am just tickled by the surprise of the whole thing, you know, and how I would have never thought to do something that that you guys do and all of our great friends do and all of the people we don't know that this went off to that. Oh, there's a leaf blower, guys. Um, in the oh, I, I was wondering, I thought it was the car at first. Now it's right outside the window. I'm sorry, that's LA living. Um, it is. Uh, but all the people that we haven't met that this went off to that I'm excited to get to know and, and pull into this and um, and connect with. Yeah. Great. Well, oh, what, do you have any projects you're working on right now? Uh, I completed my certificate in sustainability over the pandemic and I've, uh, I have this little um, consulting business where I go into people's houses or places of work and I show them ways they can create less waste or um, uh, be more resourceful with the waste they do have or, and uh, live a kind of cleaner, less toxic life. Um, and that's so fun. 
uh, I've been doing that for a little while. And um, that's my website, RebeccaStageAllen.com. And I've been focusing on that and producing school musicals. <laughs> and um, just trying to figure out where that all comes together, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, I just remembered I have a bag full of like electronic equipment that I don't know what to do. Ah! <laughs> well, we'll talk about it because I can tell you what to do with it. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast we need to start. Um, guys, I am so happy that you're taking on this project and because um, uh, you're great as friends and great as two of the funniest people on the face of planet Earth. And I feel like improvisers are often um, unappreciated because you guys make what you do look so easy, but it's not. You're really good at it. And thanks for uh, doing this with me. Well, thank you for having me. Pleasure is mine. Yeah, yes. it's flattering to work on this with you guys. I love it. I can't wait to see where the chapters go. So join us next week. We'll get to uh, start seeing what happens as we take off into the book of the Chapters Project. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye.